<laughs> cool. Uh, shall we then? Shall we dance? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Fools with Tools. I'm Steve. And I'm Al. And this is us. <laughs> so, what have you been up to, Al? Um, yeah, so... Uh, you, you watched the waffle video. I did, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, so um, Berkey and, and, and Red were having a conversation um, about obviously about bacon, as they do. Obviously. Um, and I think they were arguing, you know, what's best? Is it waffles? Is it tacos? Or is it pancakes? Obviously, <laughs> obviously, Red was, you know, he was deep in the in the, in camp crep. Yeah. Trying try, try to sell the pancakes. Um, and then it was just like, well, let's ask Al. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the only logical conclusion was to, to combine them all together um, into... into Waffle crepe tacos, amazing. That was, yeah, that was really, so. They, it was just an off the cuff, stupid video, really, but it went yeah. down really well. I did wonder where the uh, the initial idea and chat had come from because I saw you obviously tagged Berkey and Redden, and I was just like, I, I don't really care because this is still amazing. But what the hell? It was like three types of bread. <laughs> it's like what, what what's to go wrong? It's, it's like a turducken, but with yeah. bread. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad I'm glad you finished that because it was like a turd. I was in like a turducken. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I I must admit I watched it and instantly wanted to eat it. So um, nice. I'm expecting yeah, I'm, to get. I'm, get, I'm getting a lot of kind up. of a lot of abusive comments like "you fucker." Now I've got to, <laughs> now I've got to go out and buy bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose there's worse things that you can make people go out and buy. <laughs> this is true, but uh, no, no, that's that's awesome. So, anything else you've been up to? Or yeah, I've had a really good week actually. Um, I don't know if you saw the little Lego man that Soph made for mm. us. Yeah, it's brilliant. So she um, make it Soph made little sort of Lego characters of a few of us. There was Average Joe. Uh, there was me. There was JP and uh, Stephen from the Eight by Six. Yes, um, and none of us knew anything about this. Um, she just said that there was a gift on the way. Uh, she'd made something for Red last week as well, a really nice Assassin's Creed thing. I don't know yeah, if you saw I saw that, that as, well. as well. That was really fun. Um, oh, and did you the... see what Red made for her? Yes. Wow. That's so cool. I know, it's awesome, isn't it? Um, yeah, so these, these Lego men just turned up in the post and I think we all opened them sort of within an hour, within an hour each, of each other. And <laughs> it's just absolutely fantastic. She's she, she's a, she's an absolute legend. So Yeah. I've now, I've now got a little mini-me in, in, in the workshop. <laughs> Yeah, because because uh, she said when she um, took him to the post office, basically the uh, woman behind the counter essentially took it off of her and just threw it over her shoulder into a bucket behind her. Yeah. Despite the fact that it was wrapped <laughs> in about eight layers of bubble wrap with yeah. fragile written all over yeah. it, it's like <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. I know. But um, but yeah, no. I'll tell you what. The best thing about um, about that video that Soph did was the fact that it put me on to uh, Stephen and and the eight by six workshop. Yes. Um, not a channel I'd ever heard of before, right? And uh, and yeah, checked it out, and he's really cool. He's really good, isn't he? He's and re- it's such a small workshop as well. He's a great storyteller. Um, yeah, he's 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 really funny. He's really charming. Yeah, he's got like a wicked sense of humour. Um, he actually he actually told me off. I've got I've got to confess. <laughs> um, I, I I dropped a few f bombs on the um on the on the comments for um <laughs> for, 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 right. No, because she she'd made these little Lego figures, right? And yeah. she'd line she'd line them all up on a on a cutting mat and took a photo of it, right? Mm. And like the little lines on the cutting mat, it has like measurements on centimeters and stuff, and it looked yeah. like um, a police lineup. <laughs> so it looked it, it looked like the usual suspects, and someone yeah. someone had commented, "Oh, it's the usual suspects." So the first thing I type, I'm like, "Oh yeah." 
hand me the keys, you fucking cocksucker. You know, it's just like... (laughs) (laughs) Instant line that comes to my head from that film. Yeah. And it's just totally thinking, oh yeah, everyone's seen the film, they know what I'm talking about. And I just get this message off Stephen, it's like, first of all, you're you're swearing in your YouTube videos, and now you're swearing on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) I really hope he doesn't listen to the podcast. Yeah, no, yeah, I was like, you better not listen to Fools and Tills. (laughs) But... (laughs) um, and at first of all, I was like, "What are you on about?" And then he was like, "Like kids follow my Instagram feed." Ah, of course. Yeah. And I'd never, I'd never crossed my mind. I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah shit, of course." So like, I quickly deleted it. And I was like, "Yeah." But I mean, I, I knew this already, and I'd already put um, what do you call it, like parental advisory on my on my video because yeah. you, you you sent a link saying, yeah. "Oh, watch it." It says it's not suitable for some people. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> oh, I love it. But uh, but yeah, and he's he, like because his. Um... You said about him being a good storyteller. Yeah, yeah. Like a couple of of his uh, videos are on the longer side. Yeah, and uh, and I put a couple on, and I I sometimes find, especially with the woodworking stuff, that if it's more than a f- if it's more than ten minutes, generally I'm going to get bored. Yeah. Um, but with his, they were so easy to watch that it was it was fine. Like there was yeah. no no worry of that. It was really nice. I don't so. I don't know if he used to be on the radio or he used to he used to be a storyteller or something but yeah, yeah I think oh. he I think he used to do it as a professional or a writer or something oh, that's so he's really, re- cool. he's really got the gift of the gab um, yeah. and, he, and he'll do like every I think every year for the Halloween he'll do like a a, a proper story yeah and that'll be one of his videos that's awesome um, he's just he's just started as well he's just started um, doing stop motion ah cool and practicing with that so I think I think we're going to see some really fun sort of characters come to life in the in the workshop brilliant yeah, so. oh nice one what about yourself Steve what have you been up to uh, we have been in full production mode um, oh. at work because obviously I work for Alex the blacksmith and um, working up for or get, building up for Bath Christmas markets um, has just been constant um, to the point where it's been absolutely destroying me <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and going from like uh, shift work straight into working in the forge and just right. having no time to do anything else and a lot of my work's taken a, a back seat um, like my personal work which is not great um, okay. but and, just, uh, I'm sure people will be okay with that right they understand yeah yeah I mean yeah it's, it's no nobody's getting upset about it it's just okay. it's not great for me because it's, it's there's stuff that I want to be getting on with and it's like um, all my projects and ideas that are in the future are now kind of creeping further and further away yeah, yeah. further in the um, future yeah yeah but uh but no i mean it, aside from the fact that it's been a bit stressful it's been really really good we spent um today uh was cleaning day um because nice. obviously we produce everything not, but... not not judging by looking at the state of your fucking hands it was <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, sh- you should see my face before i wash it's horrible um but uh actually saying that yeah because i was gonna say about the um the rz mask as well but basically oh, yeah, today nice. What it's uh, what it's been is we'll forge stuff, but there's no point cleaning it and oiling it and everything um, months in advance because the workshop's not the driest of places in the world, right? And stuff will just rust, and okay. it, it'll only be like a fine layer of surface rust. But you know, when you're selling stuff, you want it to look as as best as it can. So yeah, what yeah. we'll do is we'll forge it, um, stack it up on the shelves, and then the week before the markets, we're just have basically a week of just um having one of the big uh spinny grinders with a wire wheel on and just clean everything down oh, okay um so you clean it down and then oil it and everything and 
and it's horrible because you're in this already cold workshop with what's essentially a massive fan blowing cold air at you constantly <laughs> oh, no. and uh, and it got to the point where i i had that rz mask and i put it on not for like <laughs> health and safety reasons purely just to try and keep my face from freezing just for snuggles yeah exactly <laughs> and i must admit it worked really really well nice. um although when i got that mask i uh, i know you and uh, andy Pugh were asking about um fogging up with safety glasses yes. yeah, yeah yeah and it wasn't as bad as I get with normal masks, but okay. I was still getting it. Um, it's, it's, the, it's the beard for me because I don't get like an airtight seal around here because I've got I'm basically Teen Wolf. Yeah, and I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I've got hairy eyes. Yeah, well, that's the beauty of this uh, of the RZ though is the fact that because it's because I I like it because obviously having stupid long hair. This episode of Fools uh, with Tools is brought to you by <laughs> RZ masks. <laughs> but. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, because I've got stupid long hair. It like because it's only got one strap and it's Velcro. I can do it up nice and easy. Ah, and, nice. And because of the way it's constructed, it's got like an outer mask and then an inner mask, and it goes on. And um, it actually provides quite a good steel, uh, seal, even with oh, cool. fluff all around your face. Nice. But um, but yeah, so that's really good. Uh, so, so is is is, is um, sort of Christmas season not in full swing now already? Yeah, for really? us it is. Well, the thing is, retail-wise, people start buying, like, some people start buying in September. Yeah. Um, so... I mean, the, the Christmas market's up and running in Leeds. We, I was there at the yeah. weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, Bratwurst and... and oh, it's brilliant, isn't it? Mulled wine was, was, was flowing, so yeah. yeah. Well, this is the thing, is like, the bath one starts um, uh, next week, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it is, it's next week. So... Basically, we've got to get everything done and sorted uh, in um, for that. And what we'll do is we'll do like a load of stock for that. And then just if this year one particular thing is selling really well, then we'll make sure that we clean up or make more of that um, and take that up as it sells. Um, but because it's it's far enough away that it's not like you can't just pop back every night because it would yeah. just kill you. Um so it's a case of like Alex goes up, stays up there, um, and when he needs more stock, either me or Joe will take it up to him and do it like that. Okay. But um, but yeah, so we're doing that. Uh, there was something else I was doing as well. Um, and work like actual job work has been Re- real work. Yeah, real work. <laughs> real work that actually pays has been uh, has been pretty hectic as well. But uh, whilst I was um, working, uh, I found out about. Uh, the fact that Aldi are now doing a 3D printer okay, um, and it's being released on the 23rd of November and it's 300 quid Ooh. yeah that's what I thought nice. but the thing is, is I also does, that thought... include the, does that include the speakers? <laughs> <laughs> but, but I also thought because it's because uh, it's Aldi it's, and it's 300 quid it's probably going to be a bit crap but um, depends what but, you're printing you know? well, yeah but I did a quick Google and um Makers Muse um, did a uh, review of it when it was released in Australia. Oh, okay. it, it got released there at Aldi's there, uh, I think last year. Um, and basically, it's a rebranded machine. I can't remember what the make is, right. but um, but yeah, he was really positive about it. Like, it's it's not the best printer in the world or anything, but it's a pretty good printer. Cool. Um, so for three hundred quid, and people in the UK, if, if you want a cheap starter 
3D printer. I mean, that's that's not it's not offensively cheap. No, three hundred quid is still you know it's probably oh, yeah, going to be half decent. Money. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's um like considering the price of some of them, it's yeah, yeah. it's quite a nice way to get into it. Cool beans. Are you gonna are you gonna drop the ball on that one then? You reckon or hell no? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got three hundred. I ain't got thirty quid to spare, let alone three hundred. <laughs> But uh, you're not working hard enough, mate. Oh, mate, don't get me started. But uh, no, I've got too many other tool purchases to make before I can get a 3D printer as much as I want one. It's just, it's not going to happen for a while yet. But uh, but yeah, so that's basically what I've been up to. Nice. Um, and uh, for the uh, the keen listeners that might have uh, noticed that someone's missing. And unfortunately, I'm sad to say that Rob has uh, has decided to step back from the podcast. Um, he's he's just got too much else going on. Um, he had to make the decision. He was very very nice about it. Um, it's uh, it's just he's got too much going on outside of the podcast and doesn't feel like he can commit uh, time to it. Which is it's fair enough. Um, sad to see him go, but. You know, it's it's all on good terms, and I'm sure we'll have him back at some point if he's uh, if he gets some free time again. Um, but yeah, that'd, uh, that'd be really nice, actually. If he, yeah. you know, if, if he does find some time, get back on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, obviously, started this podcast off. Um, I'll do my best to keep it going, Rob. Uh, <laughs> keep Steve in line, you know. <laughs> well, this is the thing: is he was basically master of ceremonies. I, yeah, I don't know what. How That's I'm you doing. now, mate. It's your mantle now. <laughs> Post. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> But, Wait, um, you've, you've got the massive fucking microphone to go I with know. it, so... Yeah, hopefully... I, I'm. This is the first time I've used it, but I'm hoping... You that... certainly weren't using it last week. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that everyone appreciates how nice and awesome I sound today, because I've, uh, I've dropped the ball and got a um, one of the snowball mics that the guys on uh, Making It started out using. And hopefully... I sound nice. You sound like Barry White. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah. So that kind of brings us on to our uh, our topic um, of knowing when to uh, when to step back when you're taking too much on and uh, and knowing when to just say actually you know what guys I'm, I'm just taking a day off or I'm taking a, a week off or whatever um, rather than pushing yourself to to breaking point. Um, and it's something that this last couple of weeks, like with all the work that's been going on uh, in the workshop, I've I've kind of learnt a bit of a hard lesson with it because uh, <laughs> um, I was doing shepherd's crooks, and to do a shepherd's crook, I uh, you have to tell when you is that when you sit on your hand for half an hour and then... yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's something else completely. All right, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, to do a shepherd's crook, you start off with a like making a taper. You make that taper, and then you put a little curly cue on the end of it, and then you bend it round, and it all comes up, and it looks all nice. Um, and what we'll do in the workshop is because we're doing, let's say, a hundred of these at a time. We'll do a hundred tapers, then we'll do a hundred curly cues, and then we'll do a hundred in the um, jig. And uh, and because I was basically overstretching myself, I um, I cocked up on a few of the tapers. Oh, not fuck. massively bad but just just enough um and then did the same on the curly cues but 
because there was some bad tapers as well that meant that there was more bad curtain right. cues. Was um, this was this like by your standards or like was it obvious? Do you know what I mean? Was it were you just uh, being perfectionist or a little of both? Like there were some that were just shocking. <laughs> um, Rusty, call it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was like there was some that you just you couldn't have sold. Like it, by the end of it, I'd say it was probably like out of the hundred, there was probably twelve that I was happy with. Really? Yeah, like it was really bad. Um, and it was just lots of little niggly things, but added together, just made the whole thing not not right. Um, is that cause, is that because there's a lot of sort of compound techniques yeah. go into it? So yeah, it just it just it just obviously they, they, they multiply as, yeah, as it goes exactly. on. Yeah, yeah. You start off with a crap taper, and you're never going to get the curly cue right, which means you're never going to get the the entire um, look of it right. And it's just it it was just from like I say, just overwork myself and not not turning around to Alex and saying, actually, you know what? I need to take a day out, day out and just recharge sort of thing. I mean, it's, it's, back, it's kind of back to what we were talking about last time about like time versus quality. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. if, if you, you're going to take your time and make these beautiful things or you're going to rush through it and, and yeah. make mistakes. And... Yeah, exactly. And I mean, because like, I've seen people as well, especially in the... the that's, what they, that's what they call a callback. <laughs> we're going to start doing more of those as the show yeah. goes on. Are we in reclaimed audio now? <laughs> but uh, can, you, can you do a call back to an, another podcast? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it could come down to other things as well. Like um, I know a lot of smiths that will work and work and work, and they'll get like a little twinge in their arm or something like that, and they just work through it and right. and not go. Actually, you know what? This really hurts. I need to to stop and. Yeah. And do even if it's just doing something else for half an hour, just to let that go, they just work through it and end up then not being able to work for two months because they've knackered their shoulder or something like that. I mean, I'm I'm getting better at it in my day job, in my real job. Yeah. Um, because it's in it's an industry where kind of there are, there aren't set working hours. You know, if if something is done, you're there yeah. till it gets done. You know. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm starting to. So as I grow up, I'm starting to realise that there's just a certain point where you're just not fucking productive anymore. Yeah. And it and it'll get to, you know, like eleven o'clock at night and you still yeah, I'm slogging on, you know, I'm a trooper. Come yeah. on, come on guys, everyone, yeah, let's get it done. And it's like you know what, if we if we all just went home, yeah. went to bed, and came back at seven in the morning, we'd smash this. Yeah. It's exactly. just now we're all just like, you know, my eyes hurt, you've been staring at a fucking screen all day, you know, you can't you can't be thinking any logical thoughts no. or anything you're just literally going through the motions so yeah you end up uh, getting code blindness where you can't really see do what, yeah you do um so i'm i'm getting better at it in 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 that aspect of it and make it in the making side of it i fucking have not got an ounce of it i don't know i do not <laughs> do not know when to say no i don't know where to stop i don't know where to back off and that's why yeah. like you know i'll be on the roof at one in the morning or like <laughs> you know just like i, I, I spent three days because there's no daylight or day or night time in the yeah. fucking shack because no. there's no because I haven't put the windows in yet. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know what time of day it is, and I just once I'm on a roll and it's just like it's addictive and it's kind yeah. of you know. Well, that, that's the thing is because we um, again like doing this the cleaning because it's a case of you know, like snugging yourself up and just blocking everything else out and just yeah, yeah, yeah. getting on with it. I um I was doing that and Alex uh, I can't remember what it was. oh that's it. He was um, doing some uh, punching some axes, 
not like just hitting them, but actually <laughs> punching holes yeah. in them. Yeah, the shit there. Yeah, <laughs> really angry. <laughs> and, uh, oh yeah, so he's going to punch some holes in some axes, and we talked about getting a trying to get a decent video of it as um, it's going through because it looks cool. Yeah. And um, oh, is that the photo that you put on Instagram? Uh, it looked like uh, the what's it called when you draw the hole bigger in the axe head. And oh, it looked the... like it looked like a fucking delicious toffee donut that you were. T- yeah. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. that was awesome. Um... So they were all uh, technical blacksmithing terms. Yeah. In case were. None of you. Were, uh... <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he, like because he said about that, so I was like, okay, I'll, cool, I'll go grab my camera. It's in the car. Yeah. So I go out to the Land Rover, and uh, literally walked out the workshop door, and it was pitch black outside. And I had no, like, as far as I was concerned, it was like <laughs> three in the afternoon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what the hell happened? <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, because and, that's one of the things is like, if you get into that zone, yeah. I think there's a difference between getting into the zone and just working through yeah. and, and really getting on with it and getting to the point where you're, you're just not being productive. Do you think that's the down to the kind of the, the, the specific tasks that you're doing or? enjoying one thing more than another because i, I yeah. i'm with you on that there's there's sometimes when you're in the zone yeah and you're like you know fuck i've been playing grand theft auto for 27 hours straight <laughs> <laughs> um whereas you know i know that if i'm having if i'm having to really concentrate on something like i'm just yeah. not being productive anymore and i think there's maybe two different things going on yeah no i know what you mean i mean because yeah because i think for me like quite often if i'm um i don't know because there'll be days where I'm working on a task and I'm like forging something out and I'll get in the zone and I'm I'm happy I'm there and I can go for hours and hours and hours and it doesn't bother me yeah um but then like the next week I'll be doing exactly the same thing but I just can't get like, I I've, I've been working for too long or whatever and I just can't get into that zone right um so yeah I think it's it's a little of both. Like there's some certain tasks that I know I'm always going to be able to get into the zone quicker. And there's all, there's some tasks that I know I'm always going to struggle with. Um, but, uh, I mean, th- th- this ability to be able to step back and stuff. I mean, I don't know if it's the same for you, Steve, but to me, it's, uh, there's a certain level of pride playing yeah. a part in it and, and, and stubbornness, like yeah. as, as, as a man, <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't want to kind of say that I can't do it anymore because yeah. it's kind of like it's not it's not a fail because I, you know I'm going to come back and do it in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's like I, I I hate shit being unfinished. Yeah, and it, it's I can't like, stand it. Yeah, it's it's almost like that bit of wood or that bit of metal or something has has won. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's only afterwards you kind of go, oh, "What the heck? Why?" It's why? an inanimate object. Yeah. And it doesn't, <laughs> like, it, it's not sentient, but yeah. it's still it's still fucking one though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, the problem is, I'll 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 call it a day. I'll lock up, go to bed, and then at three in the morning I'll be going, oh, fuck, I, I, can't, I need to go back out and finish. You know, yeah. it's like I'm, <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. So it's yeah, not, yeah it has, it's still got a hold on me. This this fucking inanimate object. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean. And I think the thing is, is it's one of those, like, if you're... I don't think there's anything wrong with um, with working into the night. Um, yeah. And, like, you know, if, if you work no, totally. 27 hours on something, then you work 27 hours on it sort of thing. It's, yeah. it's fine. But it's when when you're... Um... When you're playing Final Fantasy VII, you know, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's when you get to the point where you're, where you're flogging a dead horse, when, you know, when you're... If, like for me sort of thing when I'm 
beating on a bit of metal and I'm just making it worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I need to just stop because yeah. I, I end up getting... I end up getting angry at myself and at the bit of metal for not doing what I wanted to do, even though yeah. I'm not doing what I need to do. And um, like, because... like what you were saying earlier as well, with like your your body's going to start reacting differently, and your, your yeah. muscles are going to start getting tired, and you're going to get cramp in your hands, and it's everything yeah. you're doing is just compounding, getting shitter and shitter. Yeah. And you're like exactly. as you're as you're getting angrier and angrier. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So you end up getting really angry, not being able to hold onto the hammer, but beating the crap out of this bit of metal going. Yeah. And um and that's the thing, is I think it's it's a sign of of, of maturity. And I don't mean that as in <laughs> like as in not giggling when someone says titmouse, but as in um as in being able to say to yourself, actually I'm better off if I stop and and step back and like, like you say, leaving it for a night, go and get some sleep, and coming back at it fresh. Because I've even had it with um, with certain tasks where it's not necessarily been uh, just that I'm tired or or whatever. It's that one particular task. I know, like it's um, not worked myself up in my head, but like you've you've tried doing it and it hasn't worked and it hasn't worked. And because yeah. you're constantly getting more and more annoyed with it, you you can't ever progress past it. And I've found that sometimes it's worth just like if you've only been in the workshop for two, three hours and you've just, you can't get this task sorted, then just going, fine, you know what? I'm going to go work on something else for yeah. 20 minutes. And just you see, go, that, that, that is, that is the answer. And I've, I've heard a lot of very smart people say that. Yeah. Several times. Yeah. Um, still don't fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I do. And like... I know I should. I know I should. And, and a reflection, you're like, if you just stopped and had a break and, you know. Yeah. Whatever, I had a cup of tea, you, you know. But I'm, 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 there's just something about. I don't, I don't. It's not drive because I'm not doing anything ambitious. It's just, no. um, it's pig ignorance. It is, and, and and it it there's something about closure. Yeah. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a a, a man thing or a, a, a an animal thing where things have to be finished or things yeah. have to you know I, I don't know what it is but I, 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 I it'll freak me out if if a job's not seen through to the end. Yeah, and because because I'm I'm the same like I'll quite often be in the forge and I'll be like right I know that you know I need to be home in 20 minutes or whatever but it's like no I've, I've got to finish this I've got yeah, to finish yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, no you don't you can that, that, still gonna <laughs> go home tomorrow, just go right? home yeah exactly yeah, it's fine. metal <laughs> <laughs> no it's not gonna rust overnight sort of thing but but it's hard to um, to convince yourself that of that in the moment yeah. and and yeah I mean I I managed to do it I'm getting much much better at it I'm nowhere near as bad as I used to be but I still have to kind of, um, I really have to to make a conscious decision to do that now. Yeah. Um, so in, ter- in terms of like, obviously we're talking small scale, like, you know, step away, from, yeah. <laughs> get away from the door, you know, just <laughs> stop stop what you're doing and, and just, just walk away and have a cup of tea. Yeah. On the slightly sort of grander scheme, is there any sort of times that, that, that have come up in your life when you've gone, you know what? I shouldn't be doing this anymore or I don't want to do this anymore or I need to walk away from this or this isn't good for me or that kind of thing, you know, because there's been a couple of times for me and it's kind of, it's taken me down this path that, that is life. Yeah. Um, and I, I have had that maturity in times because, you know, it, it's very easy to fall into a trap. It's very easy to kind of get comfortable. And yeah, um, definitely. so yeah, I mean, is, is there anything without getting too deep, Steve, you know, I don't want, to... <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't want any uh, fucking skeletons to come out. Yeah, of the closet, well... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jazz isn't listening. It's fine. Um, no, it, 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 you know, 
did you sell yeah. a car once? Uh, actually, do you know what I did? <laughs> I, I, I once sold the Land Rover, instantly regretted it, and spent uh, nine months, because uh, the guy that I sold it to, I worked with him. Right. And uh, and he basically rebuilt the entire car. And I spent the entire time going, I never should have sold it, I never should have sold it, I never should have sold it. And uh, and uh, like I think it was like two weeks before he was due to finish all the work on it. He turns around to me and was like, yeah, so I've got to sell it because... Um, my son's just passed his driving test and the wife won't let me keep the Land Rover <laughs> and buy him a car. I was like, I'll buy it back right now. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's not that's not stepping that's, back from something, Steve. No. That's just really ta- <laughs> that's called the long game. That's really yeah. tactical. So. <laughs> just get him to rebuild the car for me. It's brilliant. Yeah, genius. Um, but yeah, uh, I have I have done things like that, um, both in terms of being in jobs where I I just I was ridiculously unhappy but because it paid well i yeah. was um i was under the impression that it meant like like the the money was worth uh staying in the job yeah and um and slogging it out and doing something i hated for yeah, yeah. this like as as one of the guys called it jam tomorrow like constantly being promised that you know things are going to get better soon this, this is going to happen you're going to get a promotion you're going to get a pay rise you're going to get this and but that's the problem and then you're forever yeah, clambering. You you've ever yeah. tried to do this this endless fucking hamster ball thing? Yeah, you, I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get yeah. there. It's like where? Where yeah. exactly is it that you're gonna get? Exactly, and that's the yeah. thing. Is it, it was I, I did exactly that. I stepped back one day and went, "Hang on, what 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 am I doing? Why am I yeah. why am I killing myself for this company that's that's not giving me anything back? Like I'm getting all these false promises, and I'm not." actually getting anywhere like in terms of career progression i wasn't i wasn't doing anything i wasn't getting any courses or anything like that that were helping me progress i wasn't even doing any work that was helping me progress because yeah. it was yeah so it basically was, it was it was just progression of time yeah, yeah. exactly and uh and yeah i, I did i did then i and uh, i think to be fair that was one of the things that's that's helped me do it on a smaller scale is realizing that every now and then it is worth just stopping stepping back and going what am i doing and uh, did you just bleep yourself? Yeah, I do. do you know what? <laughs> I do it. <laughs> that was from. Uh, I've always um, done it. Like in certain company, I'll. I'll yeah, I'll you don't, you don't want to swear myself. around me. No. I'm a prude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know that I'm doing it half the time. Um, I think it's just because I've got uh, little nieces and nephews, and oh, okay. uh, and I, mean, I swear. You just like, go muffin. <laughs> yeah, but there's like eight of them, so I can't do them all at okay. once. It's, yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, I'll, I um, I I did a step back and I kind of went, this is this is a really bad situation. I'm not I'm I'm not going to progress anywhere, and this is yeah. actually it got to the point with a couple of them where it well a couple of times where it was genuinely affecting my life in a very very negative way, and I was getting unhealthy yeah. because of it, and. Uh, and I mean, because I, I was in, I basically was. This happened twice with two different jobs. And the first time, it took years for me to realise. Um, like it, it's probably like three years of of being in this particular situation before I had the sense to step back and go, "No, this isn't right." Yeah. Um, and the second time round, it was less than a year. It was like eight months in. I kind of went, "Nah, it, it, this isn't right," yeah. and applied for another job and and left. I mean, there's, there's kind of a culture of, of sort of being institutionalized as well when you get when you get yeah. in these in these in these careers. And I remember people 
in when I was in those situations talking about you know people that couldn't hack it or people that yeah. you know leave in and it was kind of seen as this negative thing and it's just it's like no you're saying that because you've been here for 25 years yeah you know and you're worried that you were missing out on something yeah um and I think for me as well it was it was kind of other people's perspectives that helped me yeah. able to step back I think if, if I was just left to my own devices I'd, I'd, I'd still be banging my head against a brick wall yeah, um, yeah. I think I think it takes external factors and, and even now even sort of taking part in this this fantastic fucking community that we're in yeah and 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 suddenly I'm get I'm, I'm, I'm getting influences from all around the world from all different age groups from all different backgrounds people that I'd never would have talked to before yeah and now kind of making helping my decision making yeah because they've They've handled situations in a different way that I would have, or everyone in my group of friends would have in the past. Yeah, definitely. I so mean, definitely having having somebody help you make these decisions, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it makes an absolute world of difference because you you do you kind of get um, institutionalized by those that you you spend the time with, and obviously work is a huge part of of your life. Most people spend like I think it's two thirds of their life or whatever it is at work, and so you end up being constantly surrounded by um by those people and it, and if if you're in a situation where those people are not necessarily negative but yeah they're, they're not exactly encouraging you to move on and yeah. to do better yeah, things yeah. well um, why would they because they're, you're yeah. at work they don't want you to move on exactly. move on means leave <laughs> yeah and uh and i think getting into a community like this or even just just the world at large ha- yeah. has a massive impact like i um i kind of briefly touched on it a little while back in one of the other episodes um, uh, a couple of years ago, I started cutting out, um, and this goes back to the, the stepping back. Um, I had a lot of mates, not friends, just a lot of mates um, yeah. that I used to hang out with, and people in the pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, and it wasn't until I stepped back and suddenly realised, actually, you're all really bad influences on me, and I don't mean like bad influences, like they make me have another drink i mean yeah. like sniff this just, glue yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they were just not like they, they had no drive yeah, yeah, no yeah, ambition yeah, 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 yeah. they 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 were happy growing up in the same town that they'd been in their entire lives and it's not they, it's not it, it's not necessarily a bad influence it's just not a good influence yeah exactly so you know that the, the, there are yeah, there are like, two sides to that it's, it's not that they were doing anything negative it's just there was no yeah yeah not like, benefiting th- th- even things like um if i was to say to a lot of them like Oh yeah, I'm going to start a podcast, and they their attitude would be, "Why? Yeah, like, what? And, yeah." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I made a conscious decision to start cutting people like that out of my life, and I don't mean cutting them out like t- turning around to him and saying, "No, we are not <laughs> yeah. friends anymore, sir." Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, like we just, I just didn't. I stopped caring what they thought and started going. Actually, you know what? I I don't care that you think this is stupid. This is something I want to do. Yeah. And um, and yeah, since then I've, I've gone off and I've met so many more interesting people that I never would have met had I not done that like like you obviously <laughs> which wasn't prompted at all <laughs> but uh, but yeah I mean that, that's the thing is like if you if you only if you only um, engage with the people that uh, in your immediate area then you your your worldview never changes you don't get those outside experiences i think those outside experiences can have a massive impact on on how you live your life in a good and a bad way i mean um, I, I, don't, I don't know if it's the same for you steve but i'm i'm a fucking country bumpkin right i'm oh god yeah i'm from the middle of nowhere 
So I think it might be slightly different for some people, but I'm, I, you know, I don't know if it's the same for you as in just village living. Yeah. Like everyone knows if those are if those are the people that you've been around and you're only ever going to be around those people yeah they might be wonderful they might be hard working they might be funny then they're not going to teach you anything no. because there's nothing to learn yeah. like that but the thing is is like i i don't think it's just a country thing because I... no I, i'm sorry i, I don't i don't yeah. mean to i don't mean to say all yeah. people from the country. i love the countryside. <laughs> i i'm fucking countryside till i die yeah. um I, I i mean close-knit yeah sort of insulated communities yeah, you know there was there was there was no sort of ethnic diversity where I grew up. There was no diversity of any sort. You know there wasn't there wasn't any outside influence. There wasn't any culture. There wasn't anything no. to do. There was fantastic local culture and kind of heritage and wonderful sort of you know storytelling and, and folklore of of, yeah. of, of 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 Cumbria and where I'm from. But beyond that, you know, no none of that foreign spicy muck. You know, it was, <laughs> it, it, people didn't want to know, and, and yeah. people were scared, and people were, were, were sort of agoraphobic of, of 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 anything interesting and, and vaguely yeah. sort of. See, I, I I was very very fortunate when I was growing up. I had a um, I had a, a nice group of friends that um, that were basically how can I put it? There was there was two in in the town that I grew up. There was two youth clubs. One of them was the big youth club that everyone used to go to. The other one was um, was a very small one. You could only get about at a push. You could get forty people in there, sort of thing. Right. Um, and it was it wasn't so much as a youth club as a um, uh, they had like they were the first place around to have um, computers that were hooked up to LAN and, and things like this. <laughs> um, they had a recording studio in there. They had uh, proper guidance counsellors and things like this and they used to do stuff like uh, mediation and and training and, and things like this um but it was also just a place for for young people to go and hang out and uh, and the other youth club was um was just your bog standard one that's where everyone went and everyone that went there they all knew all the music that was in the charts they all yeah they, they were all doing that <laughs> the but old anyone, the old chart music yeah <laughs> but anyone that wasn't into like that standard um, like form sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyone that was even vaguely on the outside, whether it was because you listened to jazz or whether it was because you listened to heavy metal, everyone that wasn't in that little group kind of went to this other one. So yeah. you had this like melting pot, the of, awesome one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of these really cool, really interesting people. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, basically, I was really lucky to get that. But even yeah. within that group, like it was still, um. Uh, local yeah yeah exactly like (laughs) there was there was a couple people that had good ideas and everyone else was just kind of coming along for the ride sort of thing yeah and um and yeah i think you do get that in cities as well like i've i've i lived in uh i lived in bath for a little while actually and bath bath yeah and uh bath sorry (laughs) and uh and you get the same thing there like it was you get in with um, a group of people, and yeah, you know, that, that's it. Like they've they've always been here. They always want to stay here, and they don't ever want to progress on. They don't ever want to do anything. Like as long as they've got enough money to get by and get high, they're happy. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah, I think finding people that are into more than just that had a massive impact on me. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean. I'm... It, it was kind of like that with um, 
with working in a restaurant. I mean, it was it was yeah an amazing experience. Like I I I still put it down as kind of my favourite working experience and working environment just because of the 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 fucking madness of it all. You know, yeah. it was it was mental. It was insane, and the people you meet are. You know what Ricky Gervais would call characters, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and 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 I loved it, and I learned I learned so much. You know, a lot of what I do now is because of what I learned in the catering industry. Yeah. Um, just in terms of creativity and thinking on the spot and being able to make just you know random things out of nothing. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a fantastic kind of place to be in, um, and I could have very easily stayed in that my entire life. But it took a lot for me to just step back and go, this was great when I was 20 years old, but if I want to have friends and I want to have a relationship or I want to, you know, enjoy life and, and, you know, live past 50, I'm going to have to get out of this. Yeah. And it was hard because again, you, you kind of institutionalized and, and it was, it was very regimental and it was very kind of like, it was all about, can you hack it? Can you hack it? Can you hack this shift? Can you do? Yeah. 13 days in a row can you do an AFD you know and and it was it was it was great it was it was yeah. fueled it and it was it was adrenaline rush but you just I just had to stop and I just had to step back and go you know what yeah <laughs> <laughs> this this isn't good yeah because I, I I don't know if I ever said to you like I used to be a doorman yeah um a, a bouncer and I the same thing I was a doorman for 10 years is there like a politically correct term for a, for a bouncer uh, door supervisor. Door supervisor, yeah. Supervising uh, all those doors. Yeah, because yeah. a, boun- a bouncer is uh, implies that you bounce people out. Yeah, it's like, it's like a crash helmet. It's like, yeah. well, that implies you're going to crash. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but yeah, and I mean, there was a lot of that culture there and a lot of that, that um, this weird, like, camaraderie. Yeah. But it was, you know, you had to, to put everything into staying in that group and being in that group to be part of that group. And it was yeah. like, Actually, no. I've I've got a life outside of just being a doorman. Like, I want to do other things as well. I don't just go to the gym and yeah, stand here. Exactly. That's the... and, uh, and it was. I also real... read a book. Yeah, <laughs> it was that real clickiness to it, and it, yeah. I I was always kind of a bit on the outskirts of it anyway. And um, and yeah, when I when I got out of it, it was because I, again, this is actually to be fair, this is probably the third example of me. Having to know when to step back because you're just a fucking quitter, Steve. Aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I was just—I was—I realised that I don't like. I hadn't not worked a weekend from the mm. time I was 16 until I was uh, 29. Wow. I think. Like, and I just every single weekend I'd always worked it. Like, I might have had yeah. one off every now and then when I was ill or like something like that but I didn't even take holidays sort of thing I was just I was always working and um, and I remember when I left um, I I basically um, some stuff had happened and I I got to the point where I knew that if I carried on working the door for another shift I was going to end up doing something I regretted because (laughs) I had no patience left because yeah yeah. and um, and so I kind of said to my boss like I need to take three months out like Okay. I appreciate it's it's a busy period of year, but I need to take some time off, and you know, I'll come back whenever. And uh, and he basically turned around and said, "Well, well, if you take that long out, then you won't get back in here. You won't be doing the same shifts." And I'm like, "Well, mm, all right then, bye." <laughs> okay, <laughs> so like, oh. that's kind of what I meant anyway. <laughs> yeah, 
And uh, yeah, and that was it. I was just like, I never bothered going back after. I want seventeen years off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and again, that comes down to knowing, like, yeah, I can keep doing the same thing, but it's never going to get me anywhere. Like, I know that I need to to change because that, that's the other thing is I, you find. Um, oh, I say you. I I find a lot of people that um, that I know that I grew up with or that I've known from pubs and whatever they um they like to sit there and complain that things aren't going their way yeah but never change anything and i think that's <laughs> that's one of the things about like knowing when to step back is it's not just knowing when to step back it's knowing when to change something like if if i stand there and i'm holding the hammer in my left hand and beating a bit of metal with it and it's never going quite going right maybe i shouldn't use my left hand maybe i should use my right hand like it and i think that's the thing as well it's like it's not just stepping back it's knowing when just doing the same thing over and over and over yeah is... and that's the thing it doesn't it doesn't have to be about stepping back doesn't have to be about escaping or, or walking away stepping back can just be approaching something in a different way yeah it's like you said swap hands yeah. you know we're, we're back to the shepherd's crook again yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you know fucking hell it's a new day how about I go about this in a, diff- a totally different approach yeah and I mean, you might find it's a lot easier or a lot more enjoyable or you learn learn something in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, the amount of times I've um, I've been um, working for Alex even, and um, and I'd say I'm I'm doing a batch of a hundred whatever, and uh, and by number fifty I'm I you know I think I've got it down. I'll just go. Actually, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna try doing it in a slightly different way. And a couple of times, <laughs> like Alex has come over and just gone, "What the fuck are you doing?" I go, oh, "I just wanted to try this." And like literally just that, just gone. Like I know this is working all right. Yeah. But yeah. I wonder if I can approve it by doing this. And most of the time, it it's a failure. And I'm like, okay, I'll go back to what I was doing. Yeah. But every so often, I'll come up with something that actually is better than how we were doing it before. And yeah. and that's the thing is like you don't ever progress by not changing. Well, is it, is it um is it meatloaf? Uh, if it ain't broke, break it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is, yeah. Because you know, like it, 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 you're brought up with this mentality of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Whereas everything I was ever given, I fucking tried to fix, and I tried to make different, and I tried to yeah. take apart, and I tried to break. So it's yeah. like I, I, I'm incapable of doing that. So yeah. I, I'm gonna have to try it a different way. I'm gonna have to see what's inside and, and see yeah. if I can put it back together in a different way. Yeah, I mean, because to be fair, that that comes back to um, like the the IT stuff as well. That's one of the the things that we like um, in the old job where I was working with devs more, that yeah. was one of the things that they used to say, like, if it ain't broke, break it and find yeah, out yeah. how to break it. Like, yeah. you, you should always be trying to do it yeah. to make things so that they do break. Like, there was um, one of my friends it's just taken on a new job and um, they've got a uh, a file located in a um, a, a, a bucket, um, but like a file on a server somewhere. Yeah. And they actually say, like, you see, when, it, when, it, when a blacksmith talks about a file in a bucket, <laughs> I'm thinking about something completely different. <laughs> so I've got my IT hat on now. <laughs> All right. and, uh, but yeah, they've got this, this file stored in this bucket in, in some data um, center somewhere. And um, they, they've got big um, advertising campaigns basically saying, if you can get into this file and tell us what's on the file, we'll give you a free Xbox One X. Nice. Um, because... As far as they're concerned, it's like if we need to know if, if someone's yeah. breaking into it, we we want to know, and uh, and 
that's the thing is you should, I think you should always be um, uh, not not necessarily challenging yourself but you should always be testing things to say is this the best way of doing it um, and you know is standing here for 12 hours just working until I can't work anymore is that really the most efficient use of my time or am I better off taking a break for eight hours getting a decent night's sleep and then coming back at it fresh in the morning yeah um, um, okay right so we've kind of established there's there's good times to, to, to walk away there's times to kind of change your approach is the times when you don't do it is the times where you got to stick th- stick shit through and, and, and stay with it and and kind of you know head down yeah uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Because, um... right, all right, I, I'm only saying this because, <clears throat> pardon me. <laughs> There's one for the edit. Um, so, I don't know if you saw today, but Steve hit a bit of a milestone in, on my YouTube channel. I did, yes. Yeah. Um, well done. Thank you very much. Um, and without sounding like an arrogant twat, I, knew, I kind of knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I, I can count, um, and I'd started a, I'd started a project um, set to me by uh, an Australian maker called Sumo. I don't know if you know him, Sumo's projects. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so Dirk set me the uh, Aussie for, Aussie four by two challenge. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and I decided to kind of kill two birds with one stone with this with this with this challenge, and and uh, kind of do a thank you video for a thousand subscribers with this two by four challenge. Yeah. Um, now you'll see what I mean when I when I put the video up. But halfway through this video, I was like, "Fucking hell! What have I got myself into?" Like, there's just times where you're just like, "What am I doing? Why have I done this to myself?" Like, I'm yeah. I'm I'm balls deep in something that I is taking too long. It's too much like hard work. Like I was literally bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and it, I, I was just like, "What am I?" And I just stepped back and I was like, "What have I done?" But I was only halfway through it, and I was like, "Right, I need to keep." <laughs> I obviously yeah. can't stop here because I'm trying to. Pr- I'm trying to make a gesture. I'm trying to prove a point, yeah. and half a point is pointless. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I had to keep going. You'll, you'll see what I mean. But yeah, there's definitely times when you do have to keep going. Yeah, and I think there's there's a difference between because I think that is being, um, like overwhelmed, but not not overwhelmed like you, uh, like you physically can't do it it's just that yeah. that oh shit this is this is much much bigger than i thought yeah um, yeah, yeah yeah i think that, oh yeah oh I, I, I can climb that tree yeah and then yeah, you're exactly. like oh shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm halfway up i've got to keep <laughs> yeah, going yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you have you've got him yeah um or like uh <laughs> perfect example is uh because i've I got a glamour over is um <laughs> doing uh off-roading and crossing a river and you get halfway across, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, "Shit, it's this too is deep. really it's too deep." deep. <laughs> but if you stop, that's it. You're dead. <laughs> it's like you just got to keep going and keep going. I'm like, I really hope this doesn't get any deeper. So it's coming up over your windscreen. That, nice. That's that's kind of scary. Because a friend of mine who's up in Leeds actually, he did the same thing. Um, he watched someone do it in a, a discovery that was like lifted, huge wheels, and all this, and he had a Suzuki Jimny. With, oh, nice. Yeah, it's, it's such a good truck. Um, but he had that with a snorkel that me and him had fitted after, like, he drove down from Leeds, which is like a, what, six hour drive? Yeah, in a three speed. Yeah. Eight. <laughs> so <he> drive. <laughs> one point, 
one litre. Yeah. <laughs> so drives all the way down here, gets out, and, and it's just, he gets here about seven in the evening, and we're like, ah, yeah, we'll just fit this exhaust now. It'll be fine. And we were out there till like half 11 at night. And again, that was one where we should have gone, no, let's, let's just have a nice meal, and we do this in the morning. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, so we did that, and uh, and see, so this is the only mod that he's had to it at the time. He's got that and some all-terrain tires, and that's nice. it. And uh, sees this uh, this discovery go through, and he's like, oh, I, "I can't see the lights, but I'm sure that's because he just went round a corner." It wasn't. It was because he was completely like his body was completely under the water. So, <laughs> so, so John, he's like, "All right, I, I'll just go. It'll be fine." <laughs> And he sees like this torch being held up. He's like, oh, "If I just drive at that torch, because this is pitch black and there's been loads of red uh, red flood warnings, so they really, really shouldn't be out." But he's like, "Oh, <laughs> I can't turn back and go back because that way's like there's no way that the truck will make it back up that hill I've just come down. So I've got to go through." And uh, and yeah, about halfway across, the water was literally like halfway up the windscreen. Nice. And he was just like, "I." I literally can't stop and just kept his foot down <laughs> just kept going and going and going and came out the other side and just awesome like butthole just went from being like that to just going <laughs> and uh yeah but again that's that's a perfect example of like gotta keep going yeah sometimes you just, yeah. you just gotta slug through so basically just don't listen to anything we've said for the, for the past hour <laughs> yeah. just keep on keeping on yeah but I think that, that's the thing is there's, there's it's um it's those two things of, of of not wanting to carry on because it's it's scary or it's um, overwhelming or it's intimidating um, or it, it's it's challenging sort of thing and like those ones I think yeah you you should persevere because you get through it and then you can look back at it and you go fuck yeah I did that that's awesome yes. um, and then there's times where you know if you keep going you're just going to keep making the same mistakes and. Yeah. I think that's one of the things you you like that again that comes back to the maturity of knowing which one is which um which is it's not the always the easiest thing no. um but I think if you if you do take a step back and you kind of look at it then you can kind of go no this is just me being a wetty I need to carry on <laughs> or no, stop being so fucking stubborn yeah <laughs> yeah 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 no, I'm I'm in a dickhead I'm going to go have mm. a beer instead mm. and um good call yeah so, in conclusion, do that. Yeah, st- stop, but also carry on. Yeah, we're <laughs> yeah. really good at this podcast. It's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Smash that subject. Yeah. So, uh, I guess it's time for. People that we think that are spiffing. Do you want to go first? Yeah. So someone that I think is spiffing, and I don't know if you if you know him, Steve. It's an Australian guy called Dave Stanton. I don't. Right. So do you did you ever watch um, Norm Abram in the New Yankee Workshop? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So like <laughs> twenty years ago or whatever on the Discovery Channel, however you used to watch it, New Yankee Workshop. You know, is this yeah. this this guy? He had all the tools. Everything was precise. He loved the shit out of safety. And he was kind of, you know, he was the first kind of famous kind of, you know, yeah. international maker that I, I was aware of anyway on television. Yeah. Um, love Norm. He's still a legend. Um, so there's a guy on YouTube called Dave Stanton. He's an Aussie. 
Um, and it, to me, he's basically he's like the YouTube version of of Norm. Yeah, he's a he's a really nice guy. He's really funny. He's really down to earth. Um, and he's got all the fucking tools. Nice. Like he's, you know, like like you know, you know, you, you get these comments where it's like, oh, I I could do that if I had a fucking ten grand table saw yeah. and all this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he's got the ten grand table saw. You know, he, <laughs> uh, he you know, he's Mister Festool. Everything, everything, everything is in in his workshop is really yeah. really nice. Um, but he also makes a lot of shit himself. Oh, awesome! So he's made he's made his own like workbench called the Stanton Bench. It's it's brilliant, and like yeah. sort of every, every episode or so, he'll add like new features to the Stanton Bench. <laughs> And it's, it's it's fantastic. Like and he's like he's he's Mister Precise. He's like down to like the micron. Like yeah. ev- everything he does is like just unbelievable. Like ra- razor sharp. It's yeah. if there's an, if there's an antithesis to the hack shack, it's Dave, <laughs> Dave Stanton. Um, yeah, and he's just he's just a really he's just a really nice guy. It's a really good channel. Um, and I think he's spiffing. So yeah, check him out. Oh, awesome. So is he? Uh... Oh, and he and he absolutely loves the shit out of safety. Really? So like yeah. So he he has like um like. Like instead of a dust mask, he has like a dust suit. Oh, like one of the proper yeah, like things, like yeah. like there's some sort of biological warfare going on, and he'll he'll put that on. He's all and he's all like strapped up to the ceiling with hoses and stuff. Yeah. Um, the last video I watched, he was like he was trying to cancel out static electricity in the workshop <laughs> by like grounding everything. And he was just like, yeah, and it's, I just love it. And, and he, awesome, yeah, and he it, it was like he was like the first comment on um my very first video, and he was like. Shouldn't sit down when you're using a circular saw. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. That's like, yes. Nice one. It's like I've made it. Dave, Dave, Dave's told me off. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I don't want to put up any videos because I know that everyone's going to be like, yeah, yeah, why what are you, you doing? <laughs> yeah. That's so wrong. You murderer. <laughs> so I've got safety glasses on. I'm fine. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> I always got my safety glasses on. That's yeah. just all I'm wearing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. a horrible image. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but the thing is, for some reason in my head, it was safety glasses and a leather apron, and that was it. Oh, oh I know you're talking. <laughs> but uh, yeah, on on that uh, mental image. <laughs> um, I was going to say we'll just leave that hanging there for a bit, but that's the that's the wrong oh, piece. <laughs> oh, well. Hopefully, we've still got some listeners left after that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, my one. Yes, my one for the week is uh, is another blacksmith, um, and again, he's he's another guy that doesn't do it full time. He's got another job, um, which baffles me because he's so good at what he does that he could easily do it full time. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, it's Colin Fung from Functional Forge. Functional, um, I like it. Yeah, he's he, he's such a dude. <laughs> um, and uh, and again, he's 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 another one of those blacksmiths that is in the international community that I've I've got to know through Instagram. Oh, cool. And uh, like chat to him a bit, and he's he's really funny. He's a good lad. He's very very down to earth and very pragmatic, and he he doesn't like talk shit he like he'll nice. he'll say it as it is and sure. he'll say to someone like if in blacksmithing for beginners for example the facebook group you're constantly getting people putting up these like half burnt bent gnarly looking <laughs> pieces of crap and going how much do you think i could sell this for 
and expecting people <laughs> to come back and go, that's beautiful. You could sell it for thousands. And uh, and Colin's just like, nah, shit. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. fucking great. And um, I like him already. Yeah, he's he's such a good lad. And uh, and not only that, but he's uh, he's making me a hammer. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because um, at the moment, I without going into too much... Uh, I was going to say without going into too much detail... For most people, this is going to be too much detail, but I use uh, I use a rounding hammer at the moment, which is too much detail. Yeah, <laughs> there's only one type of hammer. That's a claw hammer. Exactly. <laughs> Sled no sledge. There's two. Uh, three MC. Uh, um, but yeah, the uh, the hammer I use at the moment is a rounding hammer, which is uh, it's got one flat face, one curved face. Um, I use that because it was the hammer that I bought when I first started out smithing. Nice. And yeah, but um, but since working with other smiths and since getting more involved with it and since actually knowing what like which parts of the hammer to use and how to use it and and getting that experience, I've kind of I've been converted and I've gone actually cross peen probably better. So uh, I want a cross peen and because I uh, the guys I work with use Swedish pattern um, cross peens, I was like I'm, I really want a Swedish pattern. And uh, and I got chatting to Colin about it one day, and um, and he he's just bought this new press, and we were talking about like, all the cool things. What, he's what makes it a Swedish pattern, Steve? Uh, Swedish pattern is whereas um, uh, like an American cross peen would be uh, the traditional what most people think of as a as a blacksmith hammer. It's like yeah. a a rectangle with a triangle on the end. Yeah. Uh, Swedish pattern is basically just one long wedge with a hole uh, in the okay. middle for the handle. Yeah. Um, I'll put a picture up on the show notes or something. Um, Does that um, sort of distribute weight differently then, or what? What's kind of the benefit it? Ideally, it should always be perfectly balanced. Anyway, no matter what the shape, it like it should be the handle should be in the middle. Right. Um, it's just it, because it's a bit longer and a bit narrower. I find that you get a bit more control with it. Um, okay. But I mean, it's it's courses for horses. It's it's just it, it's what feels comfortable. Um, so because like I say the guys that I work with use that and the ones that I've tried I've always preferred the Swedish pattern um, and yeah got chatting to Colin about it and he's just got this new press and he was talking about all the things he's going to make and uh, and he doesn't like he, he's one of those guys that if he makes something well like he'll make it a few times and then he's like okay I know how to do that now I want to make the next one yeah. like the next pattern or the yeah, next yeah. whatever and, um, and I was like oh I really fancy a Swedish and he was like I've not Tell made one of them before. That yeah, that could be quite interesting. And uh, and then about a month later, I was like, "Fuck it, there's the money." <laughs> I want Swedish. And uh, so okay, cool. It's it's weird. Like I, like I don't think of money exchanging hands between blacksmiths. <laughs> you know, it's, it, I don't mean that in like a, a weird way. Yeah, I just mean like um, like like you're gonna trade something or you know you you, yeah. you do me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to be fair, we like there is a lot of that that goes on in the community, but I can't make him anything that's going to be anywhere near as high quality as the hammer he's making so yeah but um but but yeah so he uh he put up on facebook uh, not facebook um instagram this like progression picture of making a swedish pattern hammer and the thing looked gorgeous like it looked really really nice and i i was there thinking like that's my hammer i'm really excited oh awesome is that his, his, his instagram then yeah oh cool and uh but the thing is, is he like the comment on it was basically um, 
So uh, Moonshine Metalworks has asked me to make him a hammer, and then he dropped the bomb of it being a Swedish pattern. Dot dot dot. Dick. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I was like, oh, you to call me a dick. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, and then he was basically just went on and said that um, like this was his first attempt. It looks goofy as hell. He's not happy with it. And I'm like, if that's goofy as hell, what the hell is mine going to look yeah. like? So uh, give me the goofy one. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's uh, that's Colin. He's fucking awesome. He's a really nice dude and nice. makes cool shit and makes me shit as well. Yeah, I like so, it. So yeah, go check him out. I'm literally checking him out right now. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think that almost wraps us up. Unless you've got anything else, I've got one shout out to give and then we can do our wrap up. No, I think that's good. Cool. Yeah. In that case, uh, Red, if you're listening, we love you. We love you, Red. Love you. Uh, like massive respect for getting all the shout outs and for winning the uh, Dirty Smith Zombie Apocalypse Challenge. Boo! <laughs> well Fucking <deserved>. boo! <laughs> Yours wasn't even on fire. <laughs> it wasn't green and on fire. It wasn't, it wasn't on fire, and you didn't even fire it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it was also... Actually, I've not seen it being fired yet. That's because it didn't. It, <laughs> it'd, been, it'd been eaten by zombies by now. Yeah, and, and Al isn't jealous at all. No, so you, like... you, you clearly won by a long shot, Red. Yeah. It was fucking beautiful, man. It was really well done, man. And uh, and we both really hope that your, uh, your back heals up again soon. Um but props for getting the video out anyway. You done good, bud? Yeah, man. Cool. Right, so let's finish up. Uh, Al, where can everyone find you on the interwebs? The interwebs, uh, you can find me at um, Al's Hack Shack on YouTube, and you can find me at Al Shack Shack, Al Shack Shack, <laughs> on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Cool. Uh, and you can find me at Moonshine Metalworks on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and at Steve underscore Moonshine on Twitter, which I am trying to start to use again. Uh, and for the podcast, you can find everything on www.fwtpodcast.com. Uh, we're on Instagram at fwtpodcast, Twitter at fwt underscore podcast. Or if you just want to send us some abuse, that's you can send it to <laughs> hello at fwtpodcast.com. Nice. Cool. Right, well, that's right. it, guys. So we'll speak to you later. <laughs>